I'm going to give you step-by-step ways to create instant rapport with anybody. And this is a skill that helps with buyers, a skill that helps with sellers. It's a skill that helps in, in attracting agents, right? If you're focused on that, like this skill literally works with everybody. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. What's up, guys? How's everyone doing today? I got to fix my camera. There we go. How are you guys feeling? It's Tuesday morning. It's Tactical Tuesday. Do I look sideways? What do you think? Do I, I, I bumped my camera by accident. Am I sideways or do I look straight up in your, in your screen? How do I look to you guys? I'm good? Straight up. All right, straight up. Cool. So let's dive in. We're going to have a bunch of people joining us uh, in the next few minutes, and we're going over something that I lovingly call the hello game. Hello, 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 hello. Matt, you saw me doing the Facebook Live a minute ago. You like my multitasking? Yeah. I didn't almost recognize you with the suit on. I you like that? I dressed up for you guy. guys today. Look, I even got a pocket square. Oh, this side. I got a pocket square. See? Got a pocket square. I just, I'm not meeting anyone in real life. I'm not doing anything different. I just was like, I'm going to dress up for these guys. I've been wearing a t-shirt and jeans since COVID started. Let's, 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 let's get something fancy. So we're going to do a training today on something that some of you are already really good at but you might not know how to train other people on how to do it, right? And we're gonna do a training on something that maybe you're pretty good at, but you could take it to another level. I'm gonna give you step-by-step ways to create instant rapport with anybody. And this is a skill that helps with buyers, a skill that helps with sellers. It's a skill that helps in, in attracting agents, right? If you're focused on that, like this skill literally works with everybody. And so raise your hand if you're on camera. I want to see who I'm talking to. How many of you are already pretty darn good at creating rapport with anybody? Raise your hand. Awesome. So those of you, because you guys, you guys are awesome. If you have things that you do that create rapport, I want you to jump in and let me know the things you do so we can have kind of a discussion, things that work for you. Or if I'm throwing out something that you've never actually tried, even though you're good, let me know. Plus, these are really fun things that if you run a team, you can help train other people on your team, train anybody else. And if you've never done this before, here's some fun stuff. We're gonna have a, a train going past momentarily. This is in my background, I cannot mute it out. It's outside the window. So just roll with it as we have a train. All right, on a scale of one to 10, if you guys are currently whatever number you're at, my goal is that by the end of this call, 28 minutes from now, you go from like a six to an eight or an eight to a 10 in terms of building rapport, fair? All right, cool. And do you know why you want to build rapport? Who, who knows why you want to build rapport quickly? Oh, Ken, I can't hear you. Say it again. It builds trust. The whole goal is to build a relationship based on trust and a rapport establishes the first step in that. I love it. So if you want to have your client's stress threshold come down a bit, right? And really achieve anything you ever want to do, you got to build rapport. You got to have them trust you, right? And if you want to live a nice, easy life, you got to build rapport. If you want to make a lot of money, you got to know how to build rapport. It helps everything. How long do you have? I've got it right here. I'm giving you a hint. How long do you have when you meet someone new for them to decide whether or not they like you or want to do business with you? Three Three seconds. seconds. Three seconds. Studies have shown psychologically that you literally have three seconds from which you meet someone new in person or even on the phone sometimes. But I think this is more the study they were talking about in person for them to decide whether or not they're going to do business with you. 
right? Certain studies, it extends up to even 30 seconds, but it's less than a minute. And you guys know that you do this yourselves. Think about the last time you met someone new. Think about the last time you walked into a store and you met a salesperson. Immediately, you are making decisions in your head. You're making assumptions. And then you're spending the next few minutes justifying whether those assumptions were correct. Nod your head if you agree with this, guys. You know you do this, okay? And people are doing it to you. So when you walk up to the front door of a listing, when they open that door, literally within the first minute, they've already decided whether or not they're going to work with you. You're just spending the entire rest of the appointment trying not to screw up what they already decided they're going to do. And it starts with instant rapport. It starts that quickly. So I want to teach you some specific techniques you can do to build this rapport quickly. And those of you who are masters of rapport, and Connie, you and I met each other, gosh, I don't know, 14 years ago in Tom Ferry coaching. You might be able to tell me if this comes from Tom Ferry 14 years ago. I don't know where I got this from. I did not make this up. Did we learn the hello game way back when? Is that where this came from? No, Connie? I'm not sure. Okay, How, who's heard of the hello game? Who's heard me explain the hello game? Raise your hand if you've heard me say this before. Nobody. Awesome. All right. Who wants to learn a very simple game that takes about three minutes to practice. And if you do it once a day for a week, it'll change the way you connect with human beings. Anyone up for that? Raise your hand. Most of you. Awesome. All right, cool. Those of you not on camera, turn your camera on. It's fun. I can only see like half of you. I want to see everybody on camera. Like so I can like know if this stuff's tracking. Okay. It's called the hello game. It is super simple. And to demonstrate it, I'm going to have a few of you who are in really quiet places. I'm going to name a few names. We'll see if a couple of you guys can come off mute. I'll do it like one at a time. We'll see if we can make this work without too much background sound. I'll, I'll call your name and I'll have you come off mute so we can role play. The idea of the hello game is that the way that when someone answers the phone or even in person, the way you start to mirror and match everything they do from the moment they say hello starts to put you into that state of rapport. Ken is smiling and so is Connie because you guys have done this under other names. But when you role play, I'm not talking about role playing an entire script. I'm literally talking about role-playing just the hello. Maybe the first sentence of a script. If you're not a script person, whatever, just role-play the first sentence of life. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of have Ken come off mute and we'll do an example. So I'm gonna do the first sentence of my script. Let me pull it up on the screen, which is, uh, I'll just use it. I don't even know that's great. I'll use this script we used to use for realtor.com leads, which was like a, like a very transactional, like a sign call, right? Hey, got your, you know, got your request on 123 Main Street. Did you have any questions or did you wanna set up a time to see it? That was the script we used to say over and over and over. So I'm going to say, Ken, you're going to go and you're just going to answer. I'm going to say ring, ring. And Ken, you're going to answer the phone however you want to answer it, right? And I'm going to mirror and match how Ken answers it. And we're going to do three or four of these so you guys can see what I'm talking about. And I want you to have fun with this when you practice it at home. This is meant to be fun. All right. So I'm going to say ring, ring to you, Ken. You answer the phone. Ready? Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, Ken. It's Jesse. Live, love, San Diego Homes. Jesse, right, mate. How you doing today? I got some stuff on the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pause right there. I don't even need the first sentence. I'm literally just going to say, hello, and here's my name. All right. Love it, Ken. Thanks for the accent. I dig it. I'm not going to try to fake my, my accent, but it was close enough. All right. Who else wants to do this? Matt, let's do Matthew Soto. Matthew, come off mute. I'm going to say ring, ring. You say hello. Ready? Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, Matthew. It's Jesse. Live, love, San Diego homes. All right. Pause right there. Let's do, uh, is there, who, who's a woman who can come off mute? Uh, and then Connie, are you, are you, Connie, ring, ring. Hello. Hello. This is Jesse. Live, love, San Diego homes. All right. Pause right there. Who's, who's, who's got a good one? Who's like, I want to do this. Can you want to do it again? All right. Ring, ring to Ken. I just raised my hand because I, oh, hello. Hello, Ken. This is Jesse. Live, love, San Diego homes. All right. Pause right there. 
All right, you guys getting the concept of this? Okay, I want you to write this down. Here's the things that you're trying to mirror and match. Write these down. You're gonna mirror and match. And does everyone, first of all, know what I mean when I say mirror and match? It's like the core, basic, basic, basic level of getting rapport is you're going to do the same things as the people you're talking to. So you're gonna mirror and match tone of voice, right? Ken's hello was different than Connie's hello or Matthew Soto's hello, right? They're all a little different tone of voice. Rate of speech. So number one, tone of voice. Number two, rate of speech. Are they talking fast or slow? And if you're a master at this, I'll break it down for you in a minute. But if you've never heard this, this is what I want you to start being aware of. Fast or slow. Okay, we're going to do uh, inflection. Do they end up or down on their words? When Ken was being the, the accent of, I think that was an Australian accent, Ken, maybe? Australian? Okay. I'm bad with accents, but I'm going to guess Australian. Okay. His inflection was totally different than if he was a valley girl, right? The stereotypical, like, oh, oh my gosh, right? Or like, like, hi, this is Ken. They're all very different tones of voice. So we got tones of voice, rate of speech, uh, inflections. We've got choice of words, which is otherwise known as diction. Choice of words. In the hello game, there's only one word. However, that word can be a lot of different things. It could be hello, howdy, hi. You ever heard how people say hello? If you always say every time out of your mouth, hello, but they just, if they pick up the phone, they go, hey, and you go, hello, you're already out of rapport. You guys get that? Do you remember the old commercial from the, uh, uh, gosh, probably the 90s? I don't even know which company it was. I just remember the commercial where they answer the phone and they go, what's up? What's up? What's up? Remember that? Like if you, there's still people who answer the phone like that. If someone picks up the phone and they're like, what's up? And you're like, hello, my name is Jesse. Dude, they're out. They know immediately you are not their friend. You are probably selling them something and they want nothing to do with what you have to talk about. Is this making sense, guys? Like when someone calls you and you, first of all, most of you, does anybody even answer the phone these days with, to an unknown number? Raise your hand. How many of you answer the phone for an unknown number? Is that frightening? You guys make your money with people calling you and none of you answer the phone except for Don, Ken, and there was one other person who raised their hand who for an unknown number, which baffles me. And so you think so your clients aren't answering the phone either. So I get it. We can translate these to text versions for rapport. Same rules apply. Or when you're face-to-face, -face, same rules apply. It doesn't matter the situation. If you're not doing a lot of phone prospecting, that's okay. That's just my background. I like I like working on phones, right? And Connie says it's from Tom Ferry. I remember laughing very hard. Yes, I'm pretty sure I got this from Tom years ago. Okay, so that's the hello game. You're going to practice uh, rate of speech, diction, choice of word, which is choice of words, uh, rate, uh, tone of voice, uh, any, uh, let's see what else you're going to do. Oh, volume. Do they talk quiet or do they talk loud, right? If I answer the phone like this, hello, this is, hi, how are you, right? It's very different than someone's like, hey, how's it going? You guys get the difference? And you got to vary all these things. So if you're not present to it, it makes it really, really hard to do it. So the first step is just being aware. That's why the hello game is so fun. You guys go back and forth, get a partner, get three, four people. You can literally do this for three minutes, five minutes. Do it, Terry, I see you got a kid on your lap. Play this game with your kids. Kids love this game. It's a way to get your family involved in helping train you. Has anyone ever role played just the hello? Raise your hand if you've ever done it. All right, cool. How many of you will do it now? How many of you will commit to trying at least once because it's fun? Yes. Okay. Now, here's the next couple of games to play. This is all tactical information in a fun format because that's how my brain works. I like to learn things in a fun way. Once you know the things you're mirroring and matching, I want you to play the rapport game and the anti-rapport game. 
Anti-rapport is a lot more fun, but it takes a little bit of guts. Raise your hand if you say, I've got some guts. Just a little bit, just a little bit of guts. Okay, I'm not gonna put you on the spot. Okay, the anti-rapport game is this. I want you to go to a place, COVID safe. Okay, keep COVID in mind, I get it. We gotta like socially distance, whatever it is, but go to a place with a very, very low barrier to like anxiety or stress. Someplace you will never see the person again. Someplace if they judge you and they hate you and in your head you got this self-talk going like, they think I'm a weirdo, I don't know what's going on, I don't wanna do this, right? Go to someplace where like, either they, they love you unconditionally, like your family, or Starbucks. Starbucks is my favorite place to play the anti-rapport game because there are a million Starbucks. Don't go to the one you always go to, go to one you've never been to before and that barista who makes your coffee, you will never ever see again, I promise. Promise, okay? And I want you to get in line and the anti-rapport game is even better than the rapport game. However the barista engages with you, I want you to do the opposite. Literally the opposite. If they talk fast, you talk slow. They talk loud, you talk quiet. They talk quiet, you talk loud. The people behind you in line will probably want to kill you. That's okay. Go to a non-busy Starbucks. It's a lot less stressful, okay? There's people in line, they're like, just pick a coffee, bro. I, right? Okay, so you get that? So anyone want to be a Starbucks barista? I'll show you what this looks like when we role play. Who wants to be a Starbucks barista? All you got to do is ask, take, ask me to take my order. Who wants to do it? No, nobody? No one wants to be a Starbucks? All right. Zach, you, right, Leticia, would you raise your hand too? Is that you? All right, Leticia, unmute yourself. Let's do it. All right, so you can make up any script you want. Welcome to Starbucks, whatever you, whatever they say. I don't, even, I don't go to Starbucks. I have no idea. All right, go ahead, Leticia. Hi, welcome to Starbucks. How may I take your order? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I... I, I don't come here ever to purchase coffee. What is, what, what is good here? <laughs> the oh, you can pause right there, you can pause right there. Hey, how are you, feel, you feeling right now, Leticia? I'm, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, do you, do you, thank, you, thank you very much. That was literally all I needed you to do, thank yeah. you. So do you guys get this? That is the anti-rapport game. It will teach you more about rapport to do the opposite than to actually try to do it correctly because you'll feel it. It is a feeling when you are out of rapport. I want you to consider some of your sales interactions. Have you ever been sitting face-to-face -face with a client or on Zoom these days and everything is just working? You're leaning in and they're leaning in. They're nodding their head and you're nodding your head, right? You guys, who's, who, when I just said that, so Terry started nodding his head. How many of you guys am I in rapport with right now? Some of you guys are in rapport with, you're already nodding your head with me, right? That's how you know you're in rapport. That's how you know you're in rapport because your body language starts to mirror each other, you're in sync, and it feels really good. I want you to be just as aware of when you're in rapport as when you are out of rapport. You might not consciously be able to figure out what's wrong or how to adjust it in the moment, but if you start to become aware that you are out of rapport, you can catch it and shift it pretty quickly. But it starts by being aware of it. And it's that feeling. It's that feeling in your chest. Let's see, Connie just typed in the box, I'm ready to strangle you already when she was watching the Starbucks role play, right? How many of you guys were ready to strangle me watching that role play? That's because we were massively out of rapport. Leticia didn't even talk that fast, but she was talking faster than I was. And everything about what I was doing was just the opposite, right? Last point that I wanna make out, there's one thing here that some of you are going to scratch your head and say, Jesse, are you serious? Do you really want me to match this? Write this down. And the answer is, I believe, yes, accent, accent. And some of you are going to say right now, Jesse, you lost me. Okay, you're telling me I should fake an accent? Yes and no. Yes yeah. and no. 
So here, so Ken says yes, and here's here's why I say yes and no. Not so much over the top where it feels so forced and so foreign to you, but I want you to consider this. When you talk to someone, those of you who have grandparents who are still with us, right? It's a blessing. If you got grandparents still with us, or think about anyone who is older than you by like a number of years, when you talk to that person, do you speak to them differently than you would to a child? Do you speak to a five-year-old differently than you speak to an 80-year-old? Right? Don't you? You guys do, right? Like, I, I hope you do, because that's, that's natural. That's being in rapport. And it's not that you're talking down to the five-year-old. Like, that, like, I talk to my five-year-old like he's an adult, but I still probably talk a little differently to him than I would to you guys, right? And so that's just being in rapport. We are naturally, as human beings, chameleons that love connection. At our core, we are people who love connection. Even the most antisocial of you on this call, because I know you're in sales. So you got to like people a little bit or else you wouldn't have been on this call. Okay. Even the most antisocial of you still like people a little bit. Some of you like one-on-one -on -one people. Some of you like big groups of people. doesn't matter. We are naturally wired to connect with other people because that's just part of who we are. And so that feeling is inside every one of you. Some of you who said, I'm masters at rapport, you have already learned to hone in on this feeling and this skill. And so when I say match an accent, all I'm saying is, you're going to choose different words in a way to communicate with someone where English is a second language than you would someone who grew up speaking English. Has anyone traveled internationally? Raise your hand if you've been out of this country. Okay. When you travel internationally, just you don't have to close your eyes, but picture when you're in that country. Did you speak differently to people speaking English in whatever country you were in? You must have. You, you spoke slowly. Sometimes you hear Americans doing this really terrible thing abroad where they're like, hi, do you know where to find the right? I'm not saying you have to speak loudly and like they're stupid. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. That's wrong. That's not good rapport. What I'm saying is you're going to choose your choice of words differently. If you typically use really big words, maybe don't use really big words if English is a second language, right? Because if someone, if, if I was trying to do business in Spanish, my Spanish is functional at best, right? Like I lived in Spain for a while. I took Spanish in high school, but I can't do business in Spanish. I would sure hope someone speaking to me in Spanish would choose to use easier words I could understand and not talk to me with like college professor words because I wouldn't get it. Does that make sense, guys? You're doing a courtesy to the people you're talking to. So when we talk about accents, like I, I just do it naturally. I don't mean to. It's because I'm choosing how, I, it's just, it's how I end up getting in rapport. So use it, use it to your own you know, safety. That don't, don't feel weird, like you don't have to feel weird, but when you role play this, practice it. Sometimes it's fun, right? I'm not saying to make fun of people, just authentically communicate and it's gonna come out in a different way. Does it make sense, guys? I think Bonnie? one of the um, biggest things, can you hear me? Um, is they don't notice. And being taught that was a big change to me. Uh, I was teaching Cody this a couple weeks ago and he's looking at me like total side eye, right? And I said, they don't notice. It feels normal to them. So 100% true. Better they, than you think. They will never, ever, ever catch you. I've, I've seen it with over the top and it's instantly be in rapport. I mean, you're, you're, you're speaking what they're hearing. You, you, know, you, know what'll, uh, you know who will call you out? Your significant other or people who've overheard you. So when I, 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 lived in, I lived in Thailand for a year, 2013, 2014. I don't know if you guys know that story. I took an entire year off real estate. So my business was running. I have systems in place. I'm a systems guy, right? So I took a year off. I sold houses without even being in the States. I came back with more money than I left with. That's a whole other talk we can do next week or week after. But when we were over there, I would communicate differently with people where English was a second language. And my wife would look at me afterwards and be like, she's like, why are you talking like that? I'm like, I, I didn't mean to, it just came out that like, and like the people you're talking to have no idea. 
But like, if, if you have people who know how you speak, they're like, why are you talking so differently? I'm like, I don't know. I just do it naturally. It just happens. No, it's right. And no one ever complained. They're like, I mean, it, it makes people feel comfortable. I love it. All right. So that's the anti We got the hello game, the anti rapport game. And then the rapport game is the opposite of anti rapport. The rapport game is you go into Starbucks and we do this. So if you see, I'll make it feel a lot better. You ready? All right. Come back off, come back off mute. Let's, let's, let's close the loop on this one. All right, Leticia, can you welcome me to Starbucks again? Oh, hi. Welcome to Starbucks. What can I get you? Oh, hi. Thanks so much. Um, I would love to get a, uh, a, venti, a venti latte, please. Okay. All right. Venti latte. You got it. Thank you so much. All right. How'd that feel, oh. guys? Better, right? Even. I, I, I don't have a lot to go on. I don't know that much about Leticia, but I'm going to guess this. In that role play, Leticia, she's okay with her job. She doesn't love it. Right? Were you okay oh. with your job? You didn't love it? No. <laughs> yeah, she didn't love it. There's nothing out of her voice that told me she didn't love it. And this oh. is where Leticia has passion. Yeah. yeah. And, and let's, I'll, I'll ask everybody the question here. Ready? Thank you, Leticia, again. I appreciate you volunteering. So, how many of you have ever seen the TV show called Lie to Me? Have you ever seen the TV show Lie to Me? So, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I have two young kids, a two year old and a five year old. And over the last five years, there's been many sleepless nights. I'll just say that. And so, I watch a lot of weird stuff at weird hours. And one of them is this old show called Lie to Me. And I highly recommend if you want a very entertaining way to learn to be a human lie detector and read people, there is some amazing brain psychology embedded into this show called Lie to Me. It's off the air now. It was about a guy who was like helping out the FBI's British dude who was like, basically he's a human lie detector. And you start to figure out at an intuitive level, the background story of people who are talking to you when you only hear a, a second or two about them. Do they like their job? Do they hate their job? Are they an engineer? What do they do for work? Are they detail oriented? You develop a picture in your mind and it doesn't happen for me consciously. I've done it for so long. It just happens automatically, but then it changes the way I engage with them later, right? If you're on the phone with someone and immediately they say, if, if they answer their phone, right? They, if they go, um, you know, hello, hello, this is Jesse. How are you today? If that's how they answer their phone, I'm going to engage very differently because I'm already starting to develop a picture in my mind of who they are versus someone who goes, what's up? Right? Is this making sense, guys? So as you start to develop this picture, you're going to choose your choice of words differently. And I've told you this before, but I want to make sure this one really hits home. If you ever have a client who is detail-oriented, because most of you on this call are probably not that detail-oriented. I'm going to grossly stereotype and offend you, but I know this because you're real estate agents. And most people don't get into real estate because they are highly organized spreadsheet type people. No offense, but we're not. We're salespeople. We like people. How many of you are spreadsheet people? Raise your hand. Let's see if I'm right. Three of you out of everyone on my screen. All right. So very few of you. So if you're a spreadsheet person, you already get this. I'm going to use words. This is diction. This is choice of words. I'm going to use words like specific specifically, exact, step-by-step, -step, strategic, right? So who is a spreadsheet person? Raise your hand again. Let me see who's a spreadsheet person. Terry, uh, Zach. All right, who wants to, is Ken, you're a spreadsheet person? All right, I can see that. Totally see that. So Terry, let's have you come off mute for a sec. All right, so I know you got a kid around. We'll keep it short. But Terry, if I were going to sell your house and you weren't an agent and I met you at your house and I said, Terry, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to go over a strategic game plan, step-by-step -step exactly what to do to sell your house for the most amount of money in the least amount of time. How's that sound? That sounds good. That's feeling good. Yeah. Right? You get that? Now if, now, if I walk through the same door with Terry, who's a spreadsheet person, and I say to you, Terry, I'm the number one agent in the area. I'm going to sell your house, man, because I'm amazing. It's going to be so good. We're going to sell it. Boom. Blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. Yeah. 
How you feeling? I'm feeling like you need to get going. <laughs> no, I'm, feel, I'm feeling like I need to get going too. That was terrible. I would never do that in real life, but like you get the idea guys, right? None of you are doing that in real life, but thank you, Terry. Like, that's what I mean by getting into rapport. Is this helpful so far? Do you guys like this? Okay. Those of you who are masters, we got a few minutes left. What have I missed? What are some other strategic tactical tips you can give to these folks that will help create instant rapport? What do you got? Or questions you got, you guys have. Practice it on everybody you talk to. It won't take very long before you do it naturally with absolutely everybody you talk to. I love it. I love it. Zach, the Zach, other, Go ahead, Terry. Then Zach. Go ahead, Terry. Uh, if you if you're on Zoom, matching somebody physically too, the mirror them, and if they're, if they're sitting to the left of the screen, the right of the screen, leaning forward or backwards, uh, but if you can physically mirror them as well, it comes with the same effect. Hundred percent. I love that. And by the way, if you see me looking up on the screen, this is annoying me that my monitors just moved the other day. Like I need to like physically bring them back down. So when I'm looking at the camera, I'm actually looking at you. That's a really big deal. My uh, Terry, my wife is a therapist who now does all of her sessions over zoom. So do you think you need to have a lot of rapport or a little rapport to be a therapist? Yeah, uh, that's their entire game. That's their entire game. She will literally have people on Zoom before she starts. She says, look, I know this is a little annoying, but can we orient ourselves in the camera in the space so that you are right in the center of your frame and I can see you, you can see me. She will literally, before she starts a Zoom, right? This is one of my, my most important rules. I didn't teach it to my wife and she didn't teach it to me. We both just do the same thing. When I sit down in person for a listing appointment or a buyer consultation, rule number one, always control your environment. Write that down always control your environment. I will physically reposition the husband and wife so they're sitting together so I'm not in between them. That's the most awkward thing ever is, right, trying to look back and forth between a couple. I will. That also helps you take a little bit of control in the dynamic of a room. But same thing on Zoom, you can do the exact same thing. Control your environment. It sets up the tone that not only are you in charge, but it allows you to do things like when in the, in the style of therapy my wife does, in person, she would actually lean in as part of like a therapeutic, like when you're deepening into an emotion. You can do the same thing on Zoom with clients, right? When I do this, you guys get that, right? Hey, guys, right? I could also whisper, hey, everybody feeling okay? Right? It changes the feeling of the dynamic of what I do, right? Like, ah, oh, you, guys, you, guys you guys are awesome. You guys, are, thanks so much, guys. Right? You can, you can do things like that, that you can play with Zoom. It works just the same as real life. I love it. Zach, you got a question? Oh, no, I just had two quick points uh, for building rapport. I would just say you kind of treat people like you already know them and um, try to find some common ground. Huge. Those are really good ones, Zach. Treat people like you already know them. You want the easiest way to build rapport with everybody instantly. It's what Zach just said. Just act as if they're already your friend. However you talk to your friend, if you talk to them that way, no one wants to do business with a sales robot ever. Do any of you guys like doing business with sales robots? Like as soon as you meet someone, if you walk into a store and you know that they've been wound up and given a script and said, say this when someone walks in, you do the opposite. You're like, eh, no. But if they're like real with you, whatever that means to you, even if it's not your style, even if it's out of rapport, if they are real and authentic, you're probably still going to engage with them because there's something really magnetic about being real. Love it, Zach. All right, I got one minute left. Anything else you guys want to add? Was this useful yeah. today? Go ahead, Ken, you got last words, go for it. Yeah, um, once you're in rapport uh, and you know you're in rapport, they're mirroring you, uh, then you lead them where you want to go. So at that point, once you realize you're in rapport, go do your presentation, take the listing, make the sale, whatever, but just be aware, once you're in rapport, now, now it's game on and it's time for you to do your job. 
I love it. And that's one of my favorite things to do, by the way, because you can be in rapport and then lose someone and fall out of rapport. You could have great rapport and whether you said something or they just got in their own head and their defensive wall went back up, right? If you guys have been on these agent power huddle calls a lot, you hear me say this over and over. There's only two reasons why someone won't do business with you. They either don't see the value or they feel threatened. And if you haven't written that down a million times, write it down again. They either don't see the value or they feel threatened. So you could be in good rapport. Suddenly the threat wall comes up. They're like, oop, nope, nope, not ready for this. They feel threatened. When that happens, their body language typically does this, right? Some version of arms crossed, leaning back. And your goal is to bring them back to arms open, leaning in. That's how you know you're back in rapport. So in order to do that, in order to do that, you got to match them where they are. So when I'm sitting face to face with someone or on Zoom, and I lose them or I never got in rapport. Oh, here goes my train again. I'm late, guys. Sorry. When, uh, when, when you get in rapport, when I do this, when they do this, guess what I do? I do this. I do this too. If they lean back, I lean back. I'm on Zoom. I'll literally do the same thing. And my goal is to match them where they are and to keep going until once we get back into rapport, then like Ken says, you lead them. I know I'm back in rapport. I'll sit up a little bit. I know I'm back in rapport. Let me tip this down actually. There we go. I know I'll be in rapport is if we're both crossing our arms and kind of talking this way. Yeah, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to do some steps to sell your house, blah, blah, blah. When I do this, if they match me, I know I'm back in rapport. And then I lean in and I'll let my shoulders relax because when, when I matched them, I brought my shoulders up all tense, right? I, I'll let my shoulders relax. Take a deep breath, right? Everybody take a deep breath right now. And I might even take a deep breath while I'm talking to them. And then I won't even say it. I'll just do it. And they'll probably do it with me when we're back in rapport. And then it's ready to rock again. You cannot persuade anyone to do anything when you are out of rapport and when the defensive wall is up. It just doesn't happen. That's what Ken's saying. When you get in rapport, when you feel it, that's when you go for it. Thank you, Connie. She said, I'm so good. So are you, Connie. You guys are amazing. So this is, I hope this is fun. This is the homework. Don't let this be a training that you just listen to. and You're like, all right, this is cool. Never use it. Commit to practicing it. Raise your hand again. Say out loud. I know you're on mute. Say, I commit to practicing the hello game at least once. There you go. All right. I love it. Guys, have a wonderful Tuesday. Start paying attention to rapport. You guys are amazing. We'll see you guys here tomorrow. Chris Demacher will have an awesome training uh, on, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, probably social media, video funnel, something rad. Have a good day, guys. Bye, everybody. Thank you.